This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the go-to space for everyday women to go from surviving to thriving by pursuing a purpose that's truly rooted in faith. And now we're also becoming the premier space for Christian coaches and therapists to finally learn how to integrate faith into their practice without being churchy or limiting their audience. Each week, we'll merge biblical wisdom with practical everyday application so that you can be empowered to excel in every facet of your life and business. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I pray that y'all are enjoying the Bible study blitz. It's given me life just going back, listening to these lessons, even for myself. And I'm excited for today's lesson about seeking God for 2024. And honestly, this lesson is one that is relevant for seeking God, period, really addressing our heart posture about seeking God and getting done what needs to be done before we start writing the vision and making it plain, right? So we talked about last week, getting vision, establishing the vision, submitting to the vision. But then I thought, what about those who don't even know how to seek God? And I did this lesson live in the society back in December, and I wanted to share it here. This we really did as a workshop where I taught the lesson, gave the word that God gave me to give, and I then helped everybody on the live with establishing and identifying their anchor scripture for the year. Now, I'm not going to leave you hanging, sis. In the link in the show notes, you will have access to download the Seeking God workbook as a free resource for this episode. And it gives you the instructions and the resources that you need to do the same exercise that I helped the women in the society do. So. I pray that you hear what God is saying, and then you really take the time to do the exercise, do the homework. When you do it, let me know, okay? If you need help, girl, I keep telling you, download the app or get in the society and send me a message, and I'll be happy to help guide you through the exercise. Make sure you link up with us in our community and tag me on Instagram or on TikTok if you download the workbook and you do the exercise. So without further ado, let's hop into what it means to seek God for 2024. So we're going to go ahead and we are going to get started 
this session I know is about to be good. I really want to admonish y'all to make sure that you are locked in. Um, we'll have a separate live session. I want to, I'm going to pull up and talk to y'all soon. So just keep an eye out um, in the society. But I wanted to start with us having this Bible study session and we are going to be seeking God for 2024. So I'm going to go in, we're going we're gonna to do the things and then we're going to actively participate. So first, if you are new here, my name is Dr. Charlotte Walker. I am your favorite Bible study teacher. You ain't even know it, okay? If you're new, I'm your favorite Bible study teacher and I'm standing on business, okay? So we are um, here. We have Bible study twice a month in the society and I love to teach the word of God. This is a safe space for us to facilitate and to have conversation around the word of God and to do so in a way that is safe, that is without condemnation, and that is practical. Amen? So here's what we're doing today. We are going to really dive into what it means to seek God. I want you all to understand the importance of seeking God for the new year and really for your entire life. And then I'm going to help you guys really um, get a foundation so you can seek God for all of 2024. Off the rip, we are not going to be able to plan for an entire year in a one-hour session. Put a three in the chat if you heard what I said. This is going to be, this is the, the pre-work. The planning piece is easy. You know the goals that you want to achieve. You know what you what 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 you need to do. This part though is a piece that I feel like so many of us are missing, and why a lot of times we create goals and we have um, these grandiose visions, and they do not come to pass. And it's not because God isn't isn't Godding. It's not that. It's us. And so I want us to take some time to do what I'm calling now, like the pre planning work. For you to really be prepared to do what God has called you to do. Come on, Trace, in the, in the comment section. Trace, she said, okay? I speak a little Spanish. Um, and so that is what we're doing today. By the time you leave here today, I want you to feel confident in knowing what God has called you to do for 2024. You're going to have your anchor scripture and you're going to have your word for the year. And we're going to talk about how you utilize that as a tool to keep you rooted for 2024, how you utilize that to make decisions. So this is really not about you uh, creating a cute vision board. Like we're doing the soul work that needs to happen so you can be successful. Does that make sense? Put a two in the chat if that makes sense to you and you need you need the things because we're diving in. So first, I want us to take a look and really come into an understanding as to what it means for you to seek God. When you hear the word seek, what scripture comes to mind automatically? You can either unmute yourself or put it in the chat. When you hear somebody say, I'm seeking God, what is the first scripture that comes to mind? Come on. Yes. Seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, 33. And I think a lot of times we hear that scripture. A lot of us are familiar with that scripture. Put a five in the chat if that was your answer. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I see lots of fives. A lot of us are familiar with scripture. 
We read the scripture, we memorize the scripture, but we do not study the scripture. And so you really don't understand what you're committing to. You're not getting the totality of the instruction. So to seek, it means to examine God's truths and principles in order to reveal God's concluding resolution to the matters of life. Meaning that I'm not going to come up from here. Like I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. You need to be searching God's word the same way you be searching your man's phone when you think he out here doing no good. I need that same level of intensity, that same level of fervor. I need that same kind of passion when you seek God. And if we're being honest, we don't be having that. We might start with it, but it's not consistent. So when God says to seek him, that same va-va-voom that you have when you're going through um, little rah-rah phone because you just know what you know and you're not going to stop looking until you get to the bottom of it and it becomes clear, that's the same level of examination that I need you to seek God's word for. Like, like keep that same energy, okay? Yes, that little rah-rah. Little rah-rah be out here having y'all in these streets. But that same level of energy and effort, I need you to apply it to seeking God. The same way that you're like, oh, I know if I go in the DMs, okay, not the DMs, I'm gonna go in the text, okay, not there. Let me go over to this. The same way that we continue to look for what we need, the evidence, we have to apply that same energy to the word of God. And most importantly, righteous seeking requires a heart posture and a mindset that says that God's say is the best and final answer. It's best and final. Even if it doesn't make sense, it's best and final. Put best and final in the chat. It's best and final. God, I know that this don't make no sense to me, but I'm going to trust that this is your best and final answer. And because I know that your thoughts are higher than mine, your ways are higher than mine, that you, I'm. this is your plan. We love Jeremiah 29, 11. We love Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you. If you were on um, prayer call yesterday, we looked at this scripture more in depth. But please understand that it's God's plan. That's the plan that's going to prosper us. That's the plan that gives us a hope in the future. And we have somehow... Um, in our limited thinking, determine that it's the plan that we come up with for ourselves. I've made some horrible decisions for Charlotte, but that's why I had to follow God's plan. He gave us the blueprint. You built the house based on the instructions that were given. And a lot of us here, we're getting a house. We get so excited and we go out and do whatever. And then when your house fall apart, the minute the wind blow past two miles per hour, you're devastated. That's right. I know the plan, not you, says God. It's his plan. And a lot of us skip this step seeking him to really even just deal with us before we start making decisions. And God gives us freedom to make decisions and give us freedom to make choice. This isn't about you being scared to make a decision. This is about you learning how to be connected to the father. So when you make a decision, 
if by chance you make one that kind of gets you off path a little bit, you're able to identify it and you're not over here in East Egypt when God was like, girl, no, I actually just told you to go to Texas. What happened? This is the discipline. Seeking him is is the discipline. And I'm going to help you establish why that's important and then give you the tools so you have what you need so you can go out and make the plan. So don't be scared to make decisions, but you need to know where you're making those decisions from. The decisions being made can't be made from you and your limited thinking. They have to be made based on God's plan and the things that he's giving you to anchor you in. God told Noah to build the ark. He did it based on his instruction. He gave him, uh, told him to get two of every animal. He didn't say grass first, then the lions, then this, then that. He said, just get two of every animal. And so God gives us freedom in decision-making as long as we are adhering to his plan. Does that make sense? Now, I want you to understand what God's word says about seeking. He says, to seek ye first, my mouse over here trying to play me, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. A lot of us are seeking everything but righteousness. We're seeking a man. We're seeking kids. We're seeking money. We're seeking jobs. We're we're coming to God and asking for all of these things, but we are not seeking his righteousness. So if you feel like, yo, I've tried talking to God before, this really ain't hitting This is why, because the thing that you also need to make sure that you're seeking is his righteousness. God, deal with me. It's only after that, you see this conjunction and, okay, that that means that the stuff before it has to happen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Some of us are seeking for stuff and we're not seeking his righteousness. And that's why you feel like you can't hear from God because you're, there's too much noise based on your own desire. Your mind and your motives are off. Seek the Lord continually and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. How often should you be seeking God? Someone please put it in the chat. This is an open note test. How often... Should you be seeking God? Should it only be relegated to the last couple days of the year? Okay, saints, continually, praise God. So we understand. Some of us make these vision boards. We do all this stuff at the end of 2023, 2024, at the end of the year. And then we never look at it again. Come February, sis, you ain't even looked at the things. So as we seek God, because plans change, circumstances change, life be like thing. Know that when we create the plan, when you sit down with God and you write the vision for 2024, that it's subject to change. And you won't be so thrown off and flustered by it if you are in his presence. How often? Continually, period. Because he can prepare you. So if you feel like you just got bing, bang, bop and molly rock all year long, really ask yourself if you sought God continually. 
continually. Come on with the scriptures. Many are the plans of our heart, but the Lord directs our steps. And the only way he can direct your steps is if you are in his presence continually. Continually. God says, I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. So if you feel like you can't hear from God, if you feel like you haven't seen him, if you feel if your feelings are valid, but your but your facts are off. And I love you enough to tell you that you may feel that way. I'm here to tell you that that really is a a testament of you not diligently seeking him. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. And then finally, you are going to be able to seek God when you search him. Know that you have to search him with all of your heart and your soul, not with a list of things that you want from him. This is what God says about seeking. And this is just surface level. This is what C.S. Lewis said, and I wanted to share this with y'all because I thought it was so good. He said that when you come to knowing God, the initiative lies on his side. If he does not show himself, nothing you do will enable you to find him. He's already done that part, just for those of y'all who are confused. Like, he's already shown himself. He's made himself available. But if he didn't, there would be nothing that we could do to make him come about. It says, and in fact, he shows much more of himself to some people than others, not because he has favorites, but because it's impossible for him to show himself to a man whose mind and character are in the wrong condition. Just as sunlight, though it has no favorites, cannot be reflected in a dusty mirror as clearly as in a clean one. We have to make sure that we are conditioned properly before we go seeking God and his plan and his will and his way. We have to make sure that we are conditioned properly. God has already made himself available. So if we're not hearing, if we're not seeing, it's because there's something, a condition that we have have allowed to creep in that we have not checked. This is what it means to seek God first. 
preemptively, first thing, priority. What comes first? It refers to who or what has first rank. For a lot of us, TikTok has more rank in our life than Christ because, baby, we can't find time for to read our Bible. And as we get ready to go into our Bible in a year challenge, you will find time to scroll for hours. But we do not seek God first. What, what does that show you about the content of our character and our heart posture toward him? We are on our emails first. We're dealing with business first. That's not seeking him first in his kingdom. Even if you claim that your business is a business that God gave you, cute. But you need to seek the CEO before you just start doing stuff. So let me give y'all the righteous rules of engagement. When we talk about seeking, these are our righteous rules of engagement. First, your priorities and your motives have to be in check. Your motives have to be in check. Your motives have to be in check. We've already talked about this. If you remember, we talked about our MVPs when we talked about mindset. Your motives have to be in check. As we seek God, we must have a heart posture where we value God's plan versus trying to use God as a plan to get what we value. He is our God. He is not a means to an end. Look at 1 Corinthians 4 and 5. It says, so don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time before the Lord returns. For he will bring our darkest secrets to light and will reveal our private motives. Then God will give each one whatever praise is due. God searches the heart and tests the mind. That's scripture. And so even if you look like, if you're somebody who's getting frustrated because you're like, I'm showing up and I'm doing this and I do my devotionals, and you're so rigid, but you feel like you have not seen fruit, then I need you to check your heart posture. As I did this exercise that I'm about to walk y'all through, as I did this yesterday, God was showing me some things that was like, yeah, girl, you do the things, but we got we to work on that heart posture. When you get frustrated and flustered, you, you, ready, to, you ready to fight. You got to keep joy. You got to keep the joy. You got to keep the joy. Your vision requires that you value relationship. Hebrews 11 and 6 essentially tells us that it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him sincerely. Are you sincere in your pursuit of God? Or again, are you treating God as a means to an end? Are you treating God as a means to an end? If you are doing that, this is your, this is your, your warning. Stop it. 
In Matthew 7 and 7, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and and the door will be open for anyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be open. And this word ask in the Greek, it means that you are asking, especially based on a pre-existing connection. Asking, which is particularly connection-based. So maybe when you're asking for things, you're not getting a response because there's, there's trouble in your connection. And we're so ready to to write God off and condemn God, which is crazy. But we're not asking God, hey, is there something off with my connection? Can you hear me now? Good. Okay. Okay. The same way your Wi-Fi is hooked up, but there's something interfering with your connection. You don't change service providers. You get to the bottom of what's causing the connection interference. And a lot of us want to change service providers on God. Instead of saying, what's going on with the connection that's interfering with my ability to be able to hear? Because we already said that God said what he said. He said, if you seek me, you'll find me. He said, if you ask, I will, I'm going to respond. Are we ready to receive? And do we have the right heart posture? And then finally, pleasing and seeking God has to be the priority. If you are being moved by money, success, greed, whatever it is, we have to, have to, have to reposition our heart daily. You cannot, that stuff is not going to continue to sustain you. The reason a lot of us struggle with consistency is because the thing that is the priority in your life is not God. And I'm even talking to myself. There are areas where I like, oh, I struggle with being consistent in that. But it's because I have not made God the priority in that area of my life. So if you're struggling with your health, when you make God the priority in your life and him being pleased, the priority in your life, then you're going to make sure that I'm being a good steward over this body that you've given me. I'm being moved because I know that the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of me. That's what's helping me make my decisions. So I'm going to get up and go for the walk because I know that in me doing this, this is an act of worship to God because I'm stewarding well over the very vehicle that he gave me, the very vehicle that he that He sought as a temple for his Holy Spirit. His son died so he can be up in here. And I'm over here eating Zuzus and Wham please. Please. So if there's an area where you are not diligently seeking God, meaning that you prioritize him, you're actively focusing on what's most important. Those are the areas where I need you to really make sure the areas where you're struggling with consistency. I need you to really make sure that you are evaluating these areas in our next step. Does that make sense? Motives, vision, priorities. MVPs, these are the most important things. Okay, now that we've gotten through this, 
let's get ready to go to work. So here's some questions I want you to consider. Am I seeking God because I value him? Or am I seeking God because I want access to the things that I value? Have I been seeking God continually? Or have I been committed to seeking God above all else? Like above everything else, above my job, above all that I do, seeking him has been my priority. If the answer is no, then moving into our next piece, you know what you need to work on. Is seeking God contingent based on my situation and circumstances? Oh, I'm in your face all day when the house is on fire. But the minute I'm good, I'm no longer seeking you. I really feel like our our Bibles um, in a year, our Bible reading in a year is going to train a lot of us, if you allow it, is going to train you to learn how to seek God daily. Get in his word daily. No excuses. Don't allow yourself to make excuses. Don't allow yourself to make any type of contingencies on you seeking God as we do it corporately. I've already started making provision in my head of like, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. And contingency means that you're planning for bad days. And that's not just for this. That's any time. A lot of us get tripped up because we don't plan for our bad days. Plan for your bad days too. What if you wake up late? Have a contingency plan in place. Okay. All right, sis. I pray that this blessed you. I pray that your heart has been postured a little different about seeking God, not as a means to an end, but really seeking God because he is our father and we want to live our lives in alignment with the plan that he established, just like we talk about in Jeremiah 29, 11. I pray that you click the link in the show notes, download the workbook, do the exercise and that you really have some transformative time in God about what you're doing in this upcoming year, what he's called you to do. And I pray that this really transforms and pivots the direction that God has brought you in um, for everything else that he will have you do. This is one of those things that could change the trajectory of your life. And I'm not even just saying that because it's something that God brought to me first. I'm telling you what I know through experience. So download the workbook, do the work, reach out for help if you need it. Don't forget to connect with us either in the society, download the app, rate the podcast five stars, leave a review, and let's share the gospel, share what we're doing here at Prescription for Purpose. I love you, girl. God bless you. And I'll talk to you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.